0: Welcome to the drive. I'm Dale Lolly. he is Matt Williamson and it is a Monday Matt and we are on a big time countdown now because one week uh, well next week actually we will be heading off to uh, St Vincent College in Latrobe. Uh, a couple of teams reporting earlier this week um, if they've got I guess the teams in the Hall of Fame game so it's all starting to happen.
1: Yeah, that's uh, Jets Browns, I think, which are also the, the hard knocks team. So soon we're going to be getting training camp reports from outside the Steelers organization. But very soon we will be doing drives from Knoll Field at Latrobe. I mean, in St. Vincent's, that's going to be awesome on a so, daily basis. <laughs> yeah, every day, five days
0: a week. I mean, and actually shows, more than more like, than that because every day yeah, the Steelers, that, right, right. every day the Steelers practice, we do a show. We so do a show. yeah. Check we will be, uh, at you. we'll be rolling yeah. them out on you here, and uh, Matt. I wanted to start off today's show with uh, getting back to Jeremy Fowler's uh, yeah, yeah. little survey here of uh, NFL executives and coaches and and uh, scouts. Uh, and, and and I w- today. I wanted to talk about running backs. Okay, and I wanted to talk specifically about running backs because there seems to be a narrative out there that somehow Najee Harris is is, is disappointing. Or wasn't worth the first round draft pick, or you know, all the stuff that that you hear about this. First, I'd like to say that Najee Harris was the 24th pick in the draft two years ago, three years, three years ago now. Big difference between taking Najee Harris uh, at 24 and taking Christian McCaffrey at three or two or wherever Christian McCaffrey went. Oh, sure. Fournette or Barkley or Zeke or right. Like, there's a different, you know a top 10 pick is one thing taking a running back between picks 20 and 55 or 60 it's really the same thing it pretty much is i mean yeah there's
1: a fifth year option situation that's becoming less and less important either way um you know javante williams went shortly after atn was also a first round pick you know and yeah i I hear you a blue-chip pick is different than you know, taking him at the end of the
0: first round for a playoff-type team. And I actually think for the running back position, having that 50-year option actually does kind of matter.
1: Yes, because it's one of the only cheap spots anymore.
0: Yeah, it's it's a spot where you can get the guy for a fifth season without breaking the bank. Yes, so I mean I, I think that's you know, it, and we'll get to this when we get to the number one guy on the list, but but uh, just wanted to look here. So in the oh other, I got a
1: Najee note that I didn't know until yesterday. Since two thousand twenty-one, which is when he entered the league, of course, no player in the NFL has more touches than Najee Harris at any position.
0: Yeah, I mean, again, there is value to that. He yeah. also gets gets tackled behind the line of scrimmage, pretty much less than every back in the league which are yeah. saying something. Right, right, right. I mean, his, that, well, he he does not get trapped behind the line of scrimmage very often. He, that's he, interesting. Because,
1: yeah. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead, I was go just going to say
0: people may may harp on the well. He's not going to break a twenty-yard run or a lot of twenty-yard runs and things of that nature. But he rarely gets tackled for a loss. Right, and I saw that the Warren Sharp book came
1: out, and, and if, there's so much in there; it's hard to digest it. But I was just scanning through it today, thinking about stuff to talk about and stuff to write about and whatnot. And there were some interesting nuggets about the Steel running game in there in that they ran into an eight or more box, man box, defensive box, more than any team in the league. But they were the second best in the league at doing it. So that's a lot of nausea to me. Not that the blocking has nothing to do with it, but I think it goes to your point of – not getting stuck behind the line of scrimmage, falling forward, getting something out of nothing. So people stacked the box, and the Steelers still didn't slow down their approach. They still ran into eight-plus boxes more than anybody else, but they were the second best of the league at doing it.
0: Yeah, I, I think that, that plays to the running back. So looking here at the guys who also received votes in on this list that Jeremy Fowler compiled, Javante Williams, Sure. Na- Najee Harris, Miles Sanders, and A.J. Dillon. Okay. I I don't have any qualms with any of those, to be honest with you. The guys who were honorable mentions on his list. Aaron Jones, Damian Pierce, Brees Hall, Travis Etienne, Ramondre Stevenson, and Kenneth Walker.
1: At this position, I won't kill people for small amount to go off of you know it's not like quarterback where you can judge oh the last 10 years but it does shock me a little bit that Brees Hall and Walker are already on here you know because they didn't even play a full rookie year
0: yeah and and Hall's coming off of a you know a, a bad knee injury as is a guy like Javante Williams like it may be a little early to do that um, you know Kenneth right, Walker yeah. I thought was pretty good oh guess- yeah Barry. How about this stat from the Kenneth Walker note here? His 4.2 rush efficiency rating tied Najee Harris for the league high. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what that – that's the first
1: I've heard that nugget. I think it's some, court of, some sort of ESPN advanced stat. But I assume it lends itself to what we were both saying. You He say doesn't get
0: heads. tackled behind the line of scrimmage.
1: Right, exactly, exactly. And he's efficient. Maybe he's not Barry Sanders busting long ones. We know he isn't. But the efficiency, high number of touches, running into stack boxes, getting stuff on his own is all there. Uh,
0: to me, I, I think you know. I look at it, and if if the back is getting okay, Najee Harris has averaged four yards, basically four yards of carry in his first two seasons. Right, right, right. But if he's getting me four yards basically every time he touches the ball, mm-hmm. there's some value in that. There is. I mean.
1: The perfect world, I mean, this is a much bigger podcast than this. I'll talk, do it in 30 seconds. The perfect world is you stay out of third down. First down on the first two downs is the whole key. Stay out of third downs. But third and two ain't so bad. You know what I mean? Right. Four, four. But also, staying out of third downs is wonderful, but league scoring is down so dramatically, teams are pretty happy with third and two last year. Yeah. Second and six ain't bad either
0: exactly yeah yeah you know exactly. you know so he it, it, it's it's all about how you look at things um again it, what you don't want is second and 11 or second yes. and 12 after running the ball um, so
1: success rate is defined as four or more yards on first and 10 half of what you need to get on second and getting a third down conversion on third so he gets you four on first that's successful that's what i mean that's what the league deems as a successful play is getting first four yards on first down if it's second and six and he gets you four again he was successful on second down because he got more than half of what was needed and if he gets you four again on third and two he was successful on third down because he moved the chains
0: yeah so um you know so again it's all on, on how you look at this so number 10 on this list his highest ranking was number six. Lowest ranking, unranked. Twenty-eight years old. Last year, he was an honorable mention guy, and that's Austin Eckelar. I can't believe his. He, he was Austin Eckler was an honorable mention guy last year. It bothers
1: me that he's all the way down to ten. To be honest with you, yeah. And last year, that, that guy's like the least respected player in the league. In that <laughs> undrafted out of a tiny school, low on these lists. Can't get paid to save his life. He's got, you like, know. Th- he's got
0: like 35 touchdowns the last two seasons.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's by far the most in the league.
0: Actually, he's, he's got, got 38. 38, is it? Okay, That's yeah. 12 more than any other player in the league.
1: 12 more as a receiver and runner. I mean, he keeps himself in phenomenal, rare shape. I mean, like if I take him second overall in fantasy,
0: fine. He's tremendous. He's, nobody's going to blink an eye at that. No, right. He's tremendous. Uh, number nine on this list the highest ranking was four lowest ranking unranked he's 26 years old last year he was unranked and i don't have a problem with that it's tony pollard
1: yeah i mean he came into his own last year they're putting all their chips in that in that bucket with him zeke's gone probably won't be back um three of these guys it's probably noteworthy because maybe when you listen to this it'll be different but pollard jacobs barkley are all on the franchise tag, and I think that deadlines today after we record, they have to either sign it or get extended, and
0: we'll see if he does. But well, that I goes like back to why. my that goes back to my drafting a running back at the end of the first round mm-hmm. argument. Like I'd much rather pick up a fifth year option than have to give a running back the, the franchise tag. Right, and you can really do both. That are and, and you could do both. You could pick yeah. up the fifth year option. And then use the franchise tag,
1: right? And this is obviously very nausea related. Then you
0: get six years of the dude
1: at a pretty good price, and probably send him on his way after
0: that, or send him and sign him a one-year deal, not a huge extension, you know? Yeah, as we saw here with Dalvin Cook, who's number eight, highest ranking, three lowest ranking, unranked. He's twenty-seven years old. Last year he was number four. This is a guy who was a second-round pick, mm-hmm. got paid. And then, you know, okay, he makes too much money for us to pay a running back, so we're going to move on. And that's a weird situation. He's still number eight on the list here. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: which I think might be a little high for him coming off the year he had, but he's had a great career. He's going to be somebody's leading rusher next year most likely. You know, he'd be a good addition to any team. And that that situation in Minnesota is kind of odd. I mean, like, they won 13 games, but they know they aren't a 13-win team. Got beat by the Giants in the first round of the playoffs. And they're trying to get young and trying to compete. And they're super analytical. We're not paying a, rep, a back. But it doesn't mean he's
0: not good. Number seven is also 27 years old. Highest ranking three. Lowest ranking unranked. Last year, he was number five. That's Alvin Kamara.
1: I don't know what to do with him. Not because of just the suspension and fantasy and all that stuff. But they go sign Jamal Williams and they draft Kendry Miller. And you know... I do so much dynasty work, seven's that magic number where if you have a Kamara or a Cook mix in, that whole class, Connor, you pretty much want to get them off your dynasty roster before they hit 27, and I think
0: majority of those guys are starting to show the wear and tear. Yeah, and is just not a high-volume guy. Uh, no, right. As they note here, he's failed to eclipse 900 rushing yards in each of the past two seasons, despite having a combined 463 carries. Yeah. Um, you know, and he, and, and before you said, well, his values as a receiver, he hasn't gone over 500 receiving yards in either of the last two seasons. No, right. I mean,
1: and and I know Eckler's over 27; he's 28, but to me, he's far superior to Kamara and superior to Cook and Pollard, for that matter.
0: Yeah. Number six on the list. His highest ranking was two, lowest ranking 10. So he was on everybody's top 10 uh, list. He's mm-hmm. 24 years old. Last year, he was number two, and that's Jonathan Taylor.
1: I love him. But, I, I mean, there's obviously a fantasy correlation here. But I like him more in the real world than I do for fantasy, just because how many bet- passes he's going to catch? Is Richardson going to see all the goal line carries? But I think he's a tremendous football player.
0: Yeah, the thing that sticks out to to me here is the Colts ranked 23rd in run block win rate in 2022 compared to 7th the year before. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, the yeah. entire offensive line. And there are yeah. people out there who still think, like, if Quentin Nelson was kicking butt like Quentin Nelson, uh, uh, you know, the previous few years, mm-hmm. you just run the ball behind him and it doesn't matter. But that didn't even happen for them last year, really.
1: No, I- it was as hard an offense to watch in the league, especially like when Matt Ryan was in there and Jeff oh. Saturday's the head coach. Yeah, and, I mean, like it's going to be better than that.
0: Number five on the list, his highest ranking is two, his lowest ranking seven. Last year he was number one. He's twenty nine years old, and that's Derrick Henry. I don't think he's really falling off. Yeah, I mean it's inevitable.
1: He gets keyed on as much as ever. I'm sure he's thrilled they signed Hopkins today. I mean, at least get somebody out of the box. But I don't think he's here for much longer.
0: He's already 29, too. 29, yeah. Those first few years of him were wasted, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, they just didn't do anything with him. Number four on the list. Highest ranking, number one. Lowest ranking, number seven. He's 26 years old. Last year, he was an honorable mention. That is Saquon Barkley.
1: I think that's fair. I mean, he's a rare talent. He has a couple issues that he's gotten better at, to his credit, that he always tried to hit the home run, which works in the Big Ten. If you're that talented, you know, bounce it and try to be Barry Sanders. And his pass protection was a real problem for a while. So if he was out there, you know, everyone kind of knew he was running a route if he was going to be out there on third down or whatever. So he's gotten better. I am curious how this uh, salary thing works out for him.
0: Yeah, it's going to be interesting to watch. Number three on this list. Highest ranking, number one. Lowest ranking, number eight. He's 25 years old. Last year, he was an honorable mention. That's Josh Jacobs.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm sitting here thinking, I'd rather play against Josh Jacobs than Saquon or Ekelar or Henry, maybe even Taylor. But this guy led the league in rushing last year, and he's pretty darn good.
0: Yeah, I, I... Am I crazy, Matt, to think that there could be a correlation between Josh Jacobs and Najee Harris?
1: No. That's actually kind of funny.
0: They're very similar style backs.
1: Bama, first round. Bama guys,
0: you know, the Raiders didn't pick up Jacobs' fifty year option, and he goes out and and just rips up the league. Not rips it up, but he I mean, they're every down running backs. Mm -hmm. They're always on the field. And that matters. They're both highly, highly competitive and play through
1: injuries. A Bama thing. I mean, you know, that's what you have to do to be the guy there. Yeah, you come off the field of Bama, you might not get back on. <laughs> yeah, bro, well, exactly. I mean, so when you said that, my immediate thought was their usage as a receiver. Because both players coming out of Bama, any scouting report or you when know, we did draft shows, good receiver. You know, we're not saying they're Christian McCaffrey, but they can catch a fair amount of balls here in the league. Najee does rookie year. A lot of it were Ben getting it out of his hands quick and you know the way that offense was structured. But until last year, Josh Jacob had one reception in the NFL on a third down. Like that's yeah. criminal.
0: You know, like I mean, they always they always had some other back that they wanted to run out there on third downs. You know, so- yeah, yeah. Um
1: and didn't see him as a pass catcher. But now that he's out there every down, which Harris has shown he can do. Can Najee
0: get the 1653 on the ground one year? Maybe, you know. Yeah. Uh, number two on this list is size ranking number one, lowest ranking number eight. Uh, he's 27 years old. Last year, he was number seven, and that's Christian McCaffrey.
1: Game changer, special player. I mean, not I, – I do think these dudes that are receivers first, when they hit 27-ish – I'm not as worried about them, you know, as, you know, the guys that just take a beating and, you know, get, get their body abused time and time again. To me, I mean, to pull back curtain, Nick Chubb's number one. And do you like Strawberry or Rocky Road? I mean, those two are very different. They're both, quote, running backs. But I could make a strong argument for either
0: one being number one. Yeah. Chubb, uh, one, his highest ranking was one. His lowest ranking, six. Uh, He's 27 years old. Last year, he was number three on this list, and he is number one. Uh, So if you look at it, Chubb was a high second-round pick. He was, like, what, the second pick in the second round? Super early, yeah. 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 McCaffrey was the, what, third overall pick in the draft?
1: Yeah, third or four, something like that. Somewhere in that
0: range, yeah. Jacobs, a first-round draft pick. Saquon Barkley, first-round draft pick. Uh, Derrick Henry was a two. Very early. Jonathan Taylor, an early two. Yep, all those early teams. Alvin Kamara was a three. He was the outlier there. Dalvin Cook was a two. Tony Pollard was a later-round draft pick. Ekelar was, was undrafted. I mean, but mm-hmm. for the most part, these guys were all either first-round picks or high-second-round picks.
1: i say high-second is a key here, too. You know, like, and that was true with the Najee year. Javante Williams was a really early second, you know, and their first-round players not going to quite use the first round pick on a back, but he's clearly the best guy at, out there at that point in the draft.
0: Yeah, so I have I have high hopes for Najee Harris this year. I think the line, I think people have come around to realizing that the line play was better in the second half of last season and is going to be better moving forward, even better mm-hmm. than what it was last year. And um, and you know when you look at his second half, you go okay. I mean, if he averages, what, it was like 84 yards a game or whatever it was over a 17-game season.
1: Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I'm actually, I have it right in front of me. Here we go. Uh, he started predictably slow, 59.1 total yards for the season's first half. After the bye, he was up to 87.8 yards per game and 4.1 yards per carry. Great. If
0: he does that, I mean, you're, you're looking at a
1: 1,400-yard season. Right, I mean, if he's at eighty-five rushing yards a game or so, you know,
0: great. And you take that all day long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, um, well, I think you they're know. very happy with him. Oh, they're definitely not, mm-hmm. right. uh, you know, upset at all with Najee Harris and what he did. And again, the availability—that's a big the, the, deal. The constant availability. I mean, you look at some of the other guys on this list. I mean, McCaffrey's gotten nicked up. Uh, you know, we know Saquon's gotten nicked up. Um, Taylor missed some games last year with an ankle. Mm-hmm. Not just uh, D- Dalvin Cook, same thing. He's missed time with that shoulder. Najee is always available. And, and going oh.
1: back to the, the and this goes hand in hand with the availability is when you go back to the dra- the selection, the draft pick, they knew they were going to be very young on offense. They were a young rookie quarterback likely was going to be taking over. And I know that they didn't know they were getting picket. This was Ben's rookie year. But they were looking for future leaders on the offensive side of the ball, and he's that
0: in a big way. Oh, absolutely, yeah. He's a a, a true bell cow. Yeah, and they look up
1: to him, and he's tough, and he's, you know.
0: Yeah. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll take a look at another position on Jeremy Fowler's list here of the top ten players at each position from ESPN. We'll do that when we return right after this.